Uh, as you know, in the last hour, Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister, has made his first public statement since returning to work after being admitted to hospital with COVID-19. And he said Britain was beginning to turn the tide against the disease. Let's hear some more of what he had to say. This is the moment of opportunity. This is the moment when we can press home our advantage. It is also the moment of maximum risk. Because I know there will be many people looking now at our apparent success and beginning to wonder whether now is the time to go easy on those social distancing measures. And yes, I can see the long-term consequences of lockdown as clearly as anyone. And so, yes, I entirely share your urgency. It's the government's urgency. And yet we must also recognise the risk of a second spike, the risk of losing control of that virus, because that would mean not only a new wave of death and disease, but also an economic disaster. That's Boris Johnson speaking just outside number 10 in the last hour or so. Enda Brady, correspondent with Sky News, joins me now on the line. Enda, thanks for, for joining us. Um, I, I gather it was uh, seen as, a, as an assured performance, but really not great, uh, n- not great reason for hope among people see, are hoping to see restrictions being lifted fairly soon. No, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Sean. I mean, the morning's newspapers, certainly some of the conservative-supporting newspapers, seem to have been briefed that there would be a, a gradual easing of restrictions. But the Prime Minister said nothing of the sort. I mean, he came out and he, he used a very, very useful phrase, actually, to describe the virus. And, of course, his own personal experience, a week in hospital, four nights in an intensive care unit. It could have gone either way. That was what he said himself. Boris Johnson described COVID-19 as an invisible mugger. And he said, collectively, he said, we have attacked the assailant. We've got him on the ground. And he said, now is the moment to to press home our advantage. So a lot of people have been hoping, obviously, for a lifting or at least an easing of the restrictions. And I think the prime minister was a pains this morning in that statement just to point out that, you know, it's too early to do anything because what he can't risk is the virus coming back again later in the summer, perhaps. And God forbid, a second peak and the numbers taking off again. Yes, and get this wrong, and it does far more economic damage than perhaps being overly cautious. Yeah, precisely. So I think it was an upbeat performance as much as it could be. He was very measured. Uh, You know, obviously the media interest in him as Prime Minister, his first day back at work after being in hospital and then the recovery uh, at Chequers. But one of the first things Boris Johnson pointed out was that, you know, a lot of families are mourning loved ones. They can't have proper funerals at the moment. And there is a lot of terrible, terrible tragedy and misery across the United Kingdom. So I think he hit the right note. Um, But in terms of offering anyone any positivity, he's completely hamstrung because we've got to wait for the science. We've got to wait and see what this virus does next. And obviously, the numbers are coming down now, thankfully. Yesterday's figures of 400 plus fatalities, that was the lowest in the whole month of April. So if that were to continue, I think it will have to continue for quite some time. And then he may make a decision in a two or three more weeks time about gradually easing restrictions. But, you know, schools are not going to be going back anytime soon. We've heard that this morning already. Um, it was good to see the Prime Minister back, look, looking far better um, and back behind his desk. And I would imagine he will be hoping to take some of the daily news briefings in the coming days as well. OK, thank you indeed for joining us with that. Enda Brady, correspondent with Sky News. Interestingly as well, Boris Johnson promising he will make decisions as transparently as possible and saying he would reach out to the opposition parties here. 
Um, lots of texts coming in about all of this. Um, crazy in my local DIY on Saturday. People not doing social distancing, says Olivia. Sean, the 70s are, are already out and about in Galway and Salt Hill, keeping the two metres distance. And who can blame them, uh, asks Gina. Uh, another one, street parties, garden parties will be the new pub. People are craving social gatherings. That is the kind of people we are, says Tom. Another question uh, from Nora. How will social, social distancing work in schools, on travel to school, on school corridors, at break times? What about people who are asymptomatic in schools? What is the plan B for the Leaving Cert if a school has to close? Another one, if social distancing has to remain for the next few months, how will hairdressers open? We'll all look like yetis by the end of this, says uh, Aideen Cooney by way of a tweet. Um, Sean, uh, well, that's great. We can all go sailing. All we need is a few million and a lake. Well, actually, you don't need a few million. A lot of people do a lot of sailing based on spending very little money on small boats, uh, bar jeans. Uh, but uh, yeah, I take your point. There are a lot of the other kinds as well. Now, um, just before the break, I want to say that right now with schools and colleges all shut, there's a great awareness of the importance of education. It got us thinking in here about the value of good teachers and how they can shape our lives and careers through their dedication and enthusiasm. So we would like you to share your stories, a word of encouragement here, a display of patience there perhaps, a bit of wisdom imparted at the right time or maybe a moment that sparked your interest in or passion for a subject. It could have been a poem, a field trip, something said about a sport or maybe a bit of algebra. The possibilities are endless. So please share your thoughts in brief, uh, preferably by email uh, todaysor at rte.ie and in the subject line you could put the word teachers. Obviously send us a letter in snail mail I've been getting a lot of those in the last while uh, and you can um, also text us but only when the programme is on air uh, on 51551 we'll take a quick break